Hello and welcome to the Anxiety to Confidence podcast. I'm your host, Siobhan Booth, and I've been a clinical hypnotherapist since 2011. I specialise in helping people overcome anxiety and build confidence instead. This weekly podcast will cover a wide range of mental health issues related to anxiety, along with some helpful tips and suggestions that you can try at home. If you have any questions that you'd like answered in a future episode, then please head to www.anxietytoconfidence.com forward slash podcast. I hope you enjoy this episode. Hello and welcome to another episode of my 2021 guest series. This week I'm joined by Grace, who has very, very kindly agreed to come on the podcast and talk about her experiences growing up with Asperger's and also anxiety. Grace is a really amazing person to talk to because despite having these issues at school and feeling like she didn't get the support that maybe she could have had at that time, she's actually decided to go on and train to be a teacher herself so that she can help people who are in a similar situation to where she was. This episode is really, really interesting and Grace is such a good speaker and explains what it was like for her really, really well. So I really hope you enjoy it. There's also some really good advice that Grace gives and some suggestions of things that, as usual, you can have a go at at home. So I hope you enjoy this episode. I will say thank you very much, Grace, for for joining me today uh, and taking time out to come and chat to us about your experiences. I wondered if you would be happy to introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about you. Hello, my name's Grace. I'm currently a PGC student in primary years but my history is that I've got a degree in childhood and adolescence mental health as well as growing up with having Asperger's and anxiety. Wow okay so both sides of it both having experienced mental health growing up and then going on to study what that's like for other people growing up as well. Yeah and I feel it's really important because you can really connect with the people you're working with because you can really understand them on a level that some other people may not be able to because you can really connect with them and say I understand how you're feeling it's not the exact same but I've been in a similar position to you and we can work through these together and we can work through things that have worked for myself and we also work for you. Yeah certainly a lot of the mental health professionals that I've come across um, do have a history of their own mental health issues and I think it really does help make them better practitioners really because like you said it's not the same experience but it's some experience so what was it like for you trying to manage anxiety and Asperger's? So growing up I always knew I had Asperger's but it wasn't diagnosed until I was roughly 14 years of age so I was in secondary school before it was diagnosed but I always had like the support from my family they always knew I had Asperger's so it wasn't like it was this massive thing that we were suddenly going to deal with. It was something that we had like gradually been dealing with throughout my childhood. And I think the main thing for me was that I didn't have the understanding from the teachers. It wasn't something that they particularly understood. So coming from then and growing up, and I think that's really what made me want to be a teacher because I had been in that place where I didn't really know why. I knew there was something there, but I didn't really know why. And I just want to be there for students right from the start so they can really understand and work themselves through and get to know themselves. And I just think that's really important that students help to get to know themselves before 
they get anything put upon them that they can't deal with alone. Yeah, that sounds absolutely amazing. Um, I know, thinking back to when I was growing up, there really wasn't as much awareness of mental health issues in children. And certainly teachers wouldn't have been aware that much as to what to do, how to help, how to even support you. Yeah, and it's something that really needs to be part of the core curriculum. Men's health needs to be talked about right from a young age. So it's not something scary. It's something that, you know, anyone can be a part of or be affected by. It's not something that only happens to wealthy people. Only things happen to people who aren't as wealthy. It's something that's a global thing that needs to be supported rather than frowned upon and continue to be a taboo subject it needs to be talked about from a young age so children grow up into adults who can talk about it openly. Yeah definitely and especially things like Asperger's I think there's always this idea that it's always a negative thing but actually a lot of people with Asperger's have some incredible skills. Yeah. In what way did you notice that you were different? So I found it really hard to communicate when I was younger so I really struggled having conversations with people going into shops I couldn't do that by myself I had to really work on it and I think that's one thing that I thought oh, what if I can never do any of these things and at first I thought oh this is gonna stop me from doing stuff but as I look at it now it's like yes I've got Asperger's but these are all the amazing things I've achieved despite having it and I think it's really important just to embrace it rather than having it as something that's pushing against you yeah, that sounds like amazing advice to accept that it's a part of you and a part of who you are and try and make the most of that. Yeah, definitely. And that's what I've always said to any of my students. I've always said that you've just got to embrace everything that you've got around you and make that something that makes you stronger rather than giving it as a weakness. It's something, it's a part of you, so it's still amazing because it's part of you and you're amazing. And you've just got to embrace it and take it with you and just it's part of your journey and it shouldn't be something that's pushed to the side. Yeah, I completely agree. I think that's an amazing way to look at it. What other things did you tend to notice growing up that made you feel like you were different? Um, so when I had like um, growing up with one of my friends going out and meeting up with each other, that was something that would really scare me. I'd get quite anxious about it because it meant going out in public. It meant not being in my safe place. And I think that still sometimes come into it I do sometimes get that anxiety about going out but now I've got ways of coping with it I've got grounding techniques uh, that I've learned over time and that my parents have helped me adapt over time and I think some children don't have that support it's really important that we teach them these grounding techniques at school so they don't ever feel like they can't cope with something they've always got a, a box of techniques that they can take with them if they become anxious when they're out in public or at school or at home, wherever they are, they've got these techniques to support them. Yeah, I completely agree. And um, I've actually spoken to a few other people who are interested in making sure that people of school age have access to more information about this because learning those techniques is a really important way of learning to kind of take control over these things that happen to all of us, whether you have Asperger's or not, whether you have a, a different form of mental health issue or not, we all find times when we can't cope. So these coping techniques are, are just so important. What are your favourite techniques to use? So one that I use quite a lot is, um, I think about five things I can see, 
five things that I can hear, five things that I can touch, five things that I can taste and five things that I can smell. I just think it's a really easy and just, it really works for me. I know everyone has their own preferences, but it's something that you can teach and you can build upon. And it's something that can be taught in school. Children can get um, to learn these techniques and it's something simple that doesn't require, you don't have to have money to be able to do it. So you can just sit there and you can sit and think about it. Yeah, that's an amazing technique. That's a technique that I really like as well, actually. Just yes. for those moments when you are feeling completely overwhelmed. And the great thing about that technique is you can do it anywhere. So you can do it when you're in a shop, when you're outside, um, if you're driving, you can still do that technique wherever. Yeah, it's really good because if you're in a public space and you don't want to say out loud, you can work through them in your head. Or if you're on your own, you can like shout them out and say it out and you can just really embrace what's going on around you without feeling that you're being watched or people are like making comments about what you're doing. It's something that can be really embraced and adapted to you and where you are. I like how you said that different people have different preferences um, because one of the things that I think is really important is that people work out what works for them best. Yes, definitely. Like some people might like colouring and so doing like the mindfulness colouring books that have become very popular and doing something like that or doodling or writing whatever you're interested in that can really be used to help your mental health because you can just take it wherever you go and you can just use it as your coping method. So where are you at now you said you're training to be a teacher is that correct? Yes yeah, so I'm currently training to be a early years foundation stage teacher so um like key stage one in schools right from the start from like when they first start schools so when they're like four and five they'll do like all of the normal core subjects but I always make sure I include something about mental health because I just think it's really important just from right at the young age it doesn't have to be elaborate or amazing it can just be mindfulness techniques so if they are becoming overwhelmed they've got a station where they can put, like go and find something that they're interested in. It might be a particular toy or a particular game or colouring books, or even if they just want to sit and read, you know, reading's an amazing way to help become grounded. And like, if you're really stressed, it can be a really great way to wind yourself down. I know I read a lot and it's just, you can go to a whole other world and you can just imagine yourself in different places. Yeah, I can imagine that being really helpful for them. Yeah, and it's just, we need to talk about it because otherwise it's just going to continue being a taboo subject and that's not going to help anyone if it's a taboo subject. Would you say growing up that you felt that it was quite a taboo subject? I think for some people it was because if they've never been, had experience of it, it can be quite challenging to talk about because you, sh you might not know what to say or you might not know what to suggest to someone. And I think that can be really scary sometimes. It might not be the fact that they frowning upon it it might just be that they've never experienced it so they don't know how to relate to someone who has and I just think if we all have a bit of like experience like talking about it in schools and in colleges and workplace we all know how to give people that basic level of support and it's not something that people have to like worry about opening up about. How do you think people could have supported you potentially more at the time? I think one of the main things was that the teachers didn't have an understanding of it. So I think it needs to be brought in as part of teacher training that they have training in mental health as well. 
because no matter what age group you're working with, there's going to be students who have anxiety, who have Asperger's, who have ADHD, who have something that makes them become overwhelmed on just any student, even if they've not got a diagnosis. You know, they might feel overwhelmed at some stage and they want someone there who's had a bit of knowledge that they can put in and support them. Yeah, I completely agree. I think that would be incredibly helpful to kind of normalise it really and accept people's differences as just differences. What was it like for you studying mental health when you'd grown up with those experiences? So I was able to, because I was in a, a mental health area where people were talking about it, I think it was a bit easier for me because I can open up about it more. But I still felt like there was certain areas that people shouldn't talk about and I think that is like people that don't know as much about it like things like schizophrenia and post-traumatic stress disorder you know those are two massive mental health things that are part of our society and they need to be talked about more because you know anyone could have them and it's not one group of people who might have them and I just think they need to be talked about more and suicide awareness needs a lot more support because you know you don't know what the person next to you you don't know what they're going through and if everyone just has that core level of understanding then we can put more support in place for anyone and it doesn't matter if you don't have the money to pay things you can still get that basic level of support to be able to help you get through anything you're going through in your life. Yeah, that that sounds really important. Um, One of the people that I spoke to for this guest series was a a mental health first aider. And one of the key things that they were talking about was making sure that being able to talk about suicidal thoughts wasn't such a big, scary thing and that people felt comfortable having those conversations with friends, family, whoever, just to make sure that those big topics that people don't want to talk about can be normalised a little bit. I think that's a massive thing. Like my dissertation at the university was on the implications of suicide for children and young people's mental health. And it's something that has been pushed aside and it's been, suicide is one of these areas that people just don't want to talk about because they're not comfortable with it. But we need to talk about it so we can support those people going through the thoughts of suicide and suicidal ideation and things. Because if we don't put the support in place, the rates are just going to continue going up and we're not going to be doing anything about it because people don't want to talk about it. What else did your dissertation find? So I wanted to mainly focus on male mental health because I just think it's an area that is massive but doesn't have the supporting it needs to. And it's like a lot of students I found couldn't open up about mental health because they didn't feel like it was something that they should do if they were a male, they shouldn't be doing it. You know, you've got that traditional view and stereotypes that men shouldn't show their emotions and I think that's just something that we need to you know completely wipe away from the next for the generations that are coming and the generations that are growing up now that they can still talk about it it doesn't matter what your gender is mental health affects everyone and everyone needs to learn about it so everyone can be supported about it yeah definitely I can imagine teaching young boys now that it's okay to talk to people about your mental health would have huge implications for adults moving forwards. Yeah definitely and if um, the generations coming up do have that understanding then they'll grow up into adults who are more likely to open up 
and talk about it because right from a young age they've been told it's okay to. So how would you describe your mental health now? Is it something you still have to manage on a regular basis? I think anxiety is still a major part of my life. I get anxious around change so the lockdowns have been a bit tougher because it's something I've never had to deal with before. And I think the lockdowns have, get, have given everyone a time to reflect on their own mental health. And it's in this time that we can really make a difference to people in like the government's now appointed a mental health ambassador for young people. And I think that's an amazing step forward because they can see that there's someone there for them and the change is going to hopefully come into place because I know the person they've appointed has had his own experiences of it. And I think that's the major thing that's going to be a positive come from it because he's got an understanding of it and therefore he knows and ways to help other people. Yeah, it's been really interesting actually how the pandemic really has made us think about mental health and how things affect people. Um, and yes, for people listening, we're talking about the UK government who has appointed a mental health advisor and it is a big step forward that on a government level we're acknowledging that mental health is quite a serious issue. So yeah, I agree with you. I think that's a fantastic step forward. How else has the lockdown affected you? I think when you're on your own, you are a lot more alone in your thoughts and you're, there's less services available. And I just think if there's something that's available 24 seven that you can go to, there's loads of apps now on phones and there's loads of like ways you can have virtual meetings with um, any service. And I just think that's going to be a major thing that people need to hear more about. That needs That's the kind of adverts that need to be on the TV. They're the things that people need to be seeing. And people with a platform, so social media influencers, they can really do amazing things to help other people see that mental health isn't something to be ashamed of because they've got the platform and they've got people who are going to listen to them and they need to use that platform to make awareness of it. Yeah, that would be amazing, really, if we could have um, many more conversations about it. I do think things are improving, um, but yes, there's still definitely more that can be done. Yeah, it's just, I always say we need to always have conversations, you need to talk to people, you need to get that your point across. And the more people that shout about it and the more people that have those conversations, then the more people they're going to reach, and especially for younger generations who look up to celebrities and look at the body appearances and how they think they should look and it's like no you're beautiful the way you are you're, you're you and that's amazing we've all got these amazing strengths and that's what we need to show people and there just needs to be support in place because I think social media has got its positives but I think it's also led a generation of people to think they've got to look a certain way or be a certain way for people to like them. I think we just need to get across that it doesn't matter what you look like, you can still do amazing things and you're still amazing. I completely agree. As um, being slightly older than you are, as somebody who has grown up through later life with social media, I mean, the pressures on young people now must be horrendous because it's hard not to look at these beautiful images and that are all touched up and they look fantastic. And it's hard not to compare yourself to those. So I, yes, I completely agree with you that there needs to be a lot more openness and these people who are making money off these big accounts on social media, you need to open up the conversation a bit more. Yeah, definitely. And 
I think you can see there's more awareness of it now with various like TV programs and soaps showing mental health stories. And I think that's what needs to continue to happen. And it needs to be spread through a range of things. And because that's what people are watching and we need to be showing that you can have support. And it's something that it does take more than like one person to support with and talk about. And I think the more and more people who do talk about it, the more chance there is of making a difference for people. Yeah, I agree. And I think we need more of a range of people talking about it. I mean, you touched on male mental health and that's incredibly important. And certainly if there would be men out there that are brave enough to share their mental health struggles, I think that would help normalise that as well. So yeah, I completely agree with you. I think we've just got to continue showing all of the amazing things you can still do, even if you've got anything and you can still achieve just as much as anyone else. And I always like, that's what I always shout about. Like I have Asperger's, but I can still achieve things. It's not going to stop me. It's not going to hold me back. And I think when I was younger, I did think it was going to hold me back and that it was going to stop me from doing things. But I'm, you know, I'm training to be a teacher. I've got my degree. And I thought there was a point where I wasn't even going to, you know, finish college or finish school because I just didn't think I was ever going to get to that point where I could achieve that much. University must have been quite a big change for you. Yeah, so I did my university locally, but there was still this massive, like, step up. And suddenly you're in a room full of other adults who may not have came across someone with Asperger's or talked openly to someone with Asperger's. And I did use it as a strength. I was like, well, I've had all of these experiences. I'm now going to talk about them because I'm in a place where I feel I can talk about mental health more. And just growing up with all these experiences, it's going to make me a better teacher because of it, because I know what some of the students will be going through. Yeah, I completely agree. And I, I think that the students you end up working with are extremely lucky to have somebody who will have some insight into what they're, they're trying to deal with. I think that's incredible. You've mentioned a couple of really good techniques already that people can try at home. Do you have any others that people can try? So I think just finding what's interesting to you. So if you're interested in photography, going out and doing wildlife photography or photography of things you can see outside, because you can still do that in lockdown. You can still go on your walks, take a camera with you and just embrace the world around you and really take in all of the natural beauties of the world. Because even though there's a pandemic going on, the world is still beautiful. The nature is still beautiful. It's still there for us to embrace. And so if you're interested in photography, go out and take some photos or if you're interested in filming, take some little films of animals in your local area or wildlife in your local area and just use it as a way to boost your skills and or learn a new skill and put some attention towards learning a new skill. Just anything that you feel passionate about, really embracing that and using it as a way to be a hobby but also help your mental health. I think that's fantastic advice. Thank you so much for taking the time to um, to talk to us today about your experiences and and also the great ideas that you've put forward for people. Thank you. Thank you very much. It's been really good to talk about it and I hope more and more people come forward to talk about mental health.
Thank you for listening to this week's episode. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast for notifications on future episodes. And if you have the time to write a quick review, then that would be greatly appreciated. To find out more about me and the work that I do, please head to www.anxietytoconfidence.com. That's the number two, anxietytoconfidence.com.